0: Putter Nation Pro Football Podcast.
1: All right, here we go. This is it, everybody. We're back. It has been a little bit of a hiatus for Mm -hmm. us this year. It's been a weird year, but uh, we're back to close out the season with you. You guys don't have to go. Tutter nation list for the super bowl Mm -mm. we've got a little bit smaller of a team today it's just uh your boy father alvarez and uh your boy noah genius nostradamus how you doing man
0: dude i'm excited for the super bowl two years in a row a host's team is in the super bowl this is crazy
1: yeah man it's it's pretty exciting hopefully next year is it maybe the seahawks year? it could be
0: it's only fair at this point. I mean, I mean, we got to see it happen. But how does it feel, man, to see your Chiefs back in the Super Bowl? It hasn't been that long since they've been there, but how does it feel, yeah. man, as a, as a as a true fan?
1: It's uh it's exciting, man, cuz it's kind of like you know when the Patriots were just d- dominating everything mm-hmm. for like two decades. Oh yeah, we remember. <laughs> and you like everybody hated it. But if you were a Patriots fan, it was the best thing ever
0: and it's they're still just relishing that time you your a Patriots fan like you got like they're still holding on to that my uh, Gary at church yep he yep. you know he's always got a smile on his face when you talk about those days and that's really the last big dynasty that we've had Chiefs are now uh, establishing their chiefs kingdom um, and man it, it seems like it's a lot of fun if you're a chiefs fan
1: yeah I will say I don't know if it's technically a dynasty yet. I feel like if they win this Super Bowl, it's dynasty. Right? Yeah, it's
0: the closest thing we have right now. It's the most. I would say they're the most dominant team of the last, I don't know, five to ten years. Right?
1: Yeah, totally. Because uh, when you take it into consideration, so like I think of the Bills, right? The Bills—they were the team who made the Super Bowl like four times in the nineties. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. But they didn't win any of them. So you look at a team like that and dude, four Super Bowls in, in a decade, like that's, that's, that's a phenomenal team. It's amazing. So you would think like dynasty talk would be coming up, but if they don't win any of them, then they're just another team, you know? So the chiefs are on the brink of dynasty, Yep. but I think they need to win this one in order to get into that, uh, that category.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that they have a great shot at it, um, and like, yeah, like I said, like the Chiefs just know how to win, and they're a dominant team. And when they win, they usually win by a comfortable margin. Uh, so, after especially now Brady retiring, looking back on what Brady did, it was really annoying during the time because you want your team to win, and Brady was just dominant. But man, mm-hmm. what a cool thing to be a part of that we got to watch this electrifying player and Tom Brady, who is essentially like the Michael Jordan, the, the Tiger Woods of. Football, we got to be a part of that, and I think the sport, to some degree, needs that. And so I'm kind of torn between not wanting the Chiefs to be this dominant team because Mm -hmm. I want my team to do well. I want I want there to be this change, but then also being able to experience greatness and and a Mahomes who, in my opinion, is potentially the most talented quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL. It would be really cool to see this kind of greatness startup again just right after especially tom brady is gone um i think you know it's cool that there was some overlap there as well totally
1: yeah and i think so like for you and for troy it's nice because you guys are nfc team fans yeah right so like although the chiefs are you know purely dominant it's not as big of a fear if you're an nfc team because it's like okay they're not going to be the team that keeps us out of the Super Bowl. And right. at the end of the day, that's the goal, right? If your team makes a Super Bowl, still a phenomenal season. Still
0: a championship. Yeah,
1: still a championship, man. Yeah, yeah. As long as you can be NFC champions, like that's really all that matters. So, but it's different too when you look at the fact that, like, just how much technology and how much the world has changed around us. Because Patrick Mahomes, man, I see it all over Instagram now. Like, all over social media. The NFL, dude. The NFL almost needs to like stop posting Mahomes clips. <laughs> Cause everybody's like, we get it. He's amazing. Seriously. But <laughs> stop talking about it, man. <laughs> like, there's other players out there who also are very, very good. Um, but at the same time, like, man, that guy's just he's he's so good. Yeah, and, and
0: there's nothing wrong with appreciating greatness. You know, you never know how long these windows are going to last. Like Mahomes could could go down with a, a career-ending injury at any second, you yeah. know, in, in this sport, in the sport that you play, you know. And Tom Brady, Tom Brady is a, you know, he's his own thing. Like he's an alien. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to last that long. And uh I think that there's nothing wrong with appreciating greatness uh in its prime, especially, you know, cuz like yeah. this could be for all we know, this could be Mahomes' you know best season ever. It I mean, if it is, that's that's not a bad thing. Like that's He's had a, a crazy, crazy season. Somehow, he's like, maybe his best season ever after losing Tyreek. Uh, and so, I mean, if the, you never know when the, when talent's going to start declining. So, yeah, I mean, it's it does feel like a lot in the media of Mahomes, but at the same time, let's enjoy this uh, phenomenal talent while we can.
1: Totally, totally. Well, hey, we uh, have all episodes talk about Mahomes because, uh, you know, Super Bowl this is this is getting into another topic a little bit but NFL honors right mm-hmm. MV pat hey uh we'll talk about that in just a little bit but first let's talk about some other awesome players who got recognized this year and let's talk a little bit about the pro Bowl the the newly reimagined pro Bowl because mm. uh yeah man it was how how different
0: was this year compared to last year because did they have the precision passing last year they did have it last year. Um, it was, I mean, last year it was really cool as well. Uh, yeah, they, they they had dodgeball. Yeah, That's they had dodgeball. They years. had best catch last year. Um, they, they might have had some other things, but they they did amp it up a little bit. Like I know that the precision passing, they added some new types of targets. I don't think mm-hmm. the drone was there last year. That was really cool.
1: The drone was super cool. I like the uh, the ten like the the bucket worth ten points at the very end. Man, the. I feel like the precision passing is always one of my favorite events. And Derek Carr went off. Oh, my gosh. What a way
0: to end his time in that stadium. Crazy. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: I can't wait for uh for off-season episodes of the pod just so we can kind of, you know, dive into the speculation of, of where are the free agents going, where's Aaron Rodgers going, where's yeah. Derek Carr going but it kind of seems like right now Derek Carr is almost a lock for the Saints. Have you been kind of following that at all?
0: hundred percent. Yeah. That's been the team that you can't, you can't look for another landing spot for him without the Saints showing up on like a list of where he, he could go, where he should go. I I thought the Texans would be interesting just because of the David Carr connection, Ooh. but um, I don't think Derek wants to go there. And uh, I don't think he, I think he, he should have a lot of saying where he goes. He's a good player. Um, obviously didn't it's not working out with the Raiders, which is unfortunate because that was his, you know, he grew up loving the Raiders, but I definitely see the Saints as an option. I've heard some stock, some talk about the Colts maybe, but I think mm-hmm. the Colts are kind of done trying out veterans. I think they need to go rookie, so we could, yeah, we could see him suiting up as a Saint next year.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned the Texans. I think the only person who wants to go to the Texans was D'Amico Ryans. Which yeah. did you see that video of D'Amico Ryan's walking into the Houston Texans facility?
0: No, I only saw his press conference. What was the uh, What was that video?
1: So, do, do you watch um, Better Call Saul?
0: Uh, is that that spinoff of Breaking Bad? Yeah, I know I, I haven't seen it, but
1: um, all right, yeah. then, then we can just end that right there because <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> my reference won't make sense. But uh, there's but somebody it,
0: screaming it, at their speakers right now, saying, "I know, I would get it."
1: i know uh but basically d'amico just walks in and the whole staff is like in that front lobby and they're just they're just cheering him on they're giving him some applause man it was awesome texans need that
0: there's that texans are the team that nobody really wants anything to do with they need some uh some pride they need some they need some some love and uh man, it's been rough for the Texans with the whole Deshaun thing. They weren't they were like, I think people forget, they were actually a pretty good team. They were in the playoffs, you know, like they yeah. beating teams and I mean, it's it just everything's gone south the last couple of years, but I uh you know, I hope for their sake they they can get on track with D'Amico. and it seems like that's, you know, starting off on the right foot.
1: Totally. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, like something that I just think about when it comes to the Texans and even the Jaguars, like I think those are the two most recent teams most recent expansion teams in the NFL. And like, yeah, you know, you look at their history and you're like, uh, they haven't really done much. They haven't really won much. But at the same time, I mean, granted, it's been like 20 years since they entered the league. But uh, look at how long some of these other teams have been in the league. The Lions. Mm-hmm. The, I, I don't Have the Lions made it to the Super Bowl? I no. think the Lions, the Browns, the Jaguars, and the Texans are the four teams that have never made it. To the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, which is crazy. A lot of teams also have made it and never won that have been around just as long. Mm -hmm. But to never make it to a Super Bowl in that long I mean, it just it shows how competitive the league is and how as a fan you need to appreciate whatever wins you can get. You know, like we talked about, even if you win just the NFC championship or AFC championship, you know, if you just have a good season, try to take the wins where you can because it's a competitive league and uh to dominate also is is just wild to have to have one team dominate like the Patriots did like the Chiefs are are starting to do it, it speaks to how competitive the league is like it's it's really impressive but yeah the Texans and Jaguars really haven't been around that long uh they haven't got to establish themselves as a dominant team Jags have had um I mean really one great season Texans have had, a, have, had have had a few pretty good seasons but yeah those are teams you want to see succeed you know get some success going.
1: It makes me wonder if Blake Bortles is still, like, a Jacksonville Jaguars legend, right? Yeah. it was one season, but that was, like, their best season of all time.
0: Like, who are their, like, legacy jerseys? Like, okay, Maurice Jones-Drew's probably, like, the guy for them, right? Like, he's, like, he's still, like, he's still diehard Jacksonville. I'm sure people still, you know, Jacksonville kind of wants to claim Clays Campbell, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Maybe some people feel like Jalen Ramsey is theirs. I don't know,
1: but... Mm. I, He's been with the Rams for you know.
0: I know, and he and he was he was, know, he was so. pretty vocal about wanting to get out of Jacksonville. So I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Let's let's keep talking Pro Bowl a little bit. Let Let me ask you this. Um, do you feel like I don't know? Do you, Do you like the Pro Bowl? Is it something that like you look forward to? Here's here's at the end of the year.
0: Here's how I would describe the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is like a movie that I would actually enjoy watching in the theaters. I would I would walk into it. Uh, you know, enjoy the movie, walk out, and be like, "That was a good movie. I really like that." And then I would read the Rotten Tomato reviews and be like, "Oh man, maybe that movie wasn't so good." I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's what the Pro Bowl is. I feel like on its own, it's like, okay, this is great. Like I get to see these players that I love to watch, and I get to see more of their personality. I get to see them have fun. I get to see Geno Smith throw a touchdown pass to Kyle check which never happens, you know. And yeah. and I, I get to see those kind of things. And I and I walk away from it. I'm like, you know what? I actually really enjoy this. I'm looking, you know, I I look forward to it every year. And then I feel like it gets ruined by people's responses to it. And then it makes me question how I feel towards it. When in reality, I actually do like it. Like I know it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I really do. I, I, I love the precision passing. I, I watched some of the water balloon toss. That was kind of fun. Um, dodgeball has exciting moments. And then the flag football, I thought the offense, you know, actually looked really... Defense is tough when you're playing flag and you're used to tackle. Oh, totally, That's really tough. But I, was, I, I enjoyed watching you know, the offense, what they could do, but that's kind of, yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about the Pro Bowl.
1: Yeah. What do you prefer Uh flag football Pro Bowl or,
0: or full pads? I, I think, I think I prefer flag. I think that they can, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's, if it would help if they shot it more like game style, if that would, if I would appreciate that more, or if there was like, I don't know. I don't know. So, some other way to make it a little more exciting. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I just, I get so deflated watching the tackle the tackle games because yeah. it's it's they rarely take them to the ground it's almost like just you get like they just, just hug they just hug yeah. and then they kind of run it's it it's a big it backwards. Old love fest you know <laughs> yeah except for um who was that guy on the on washington that like uh he he delivered like one of the hardest hits in the pro bowl oh. um it was it was the guy who who actually got uh who you know he his house was burglarized he was defending his family was that sean and, taylor yeah i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Th- that Sean Taylor video from the Pro Bowl is crazy. It's the best.
0: Man. It's the best moment of any Pro Bowl, hands down. Because somebody yeah. actually, you know, he actually took it, and I think he was hitting like a punter or something like that. <laughs> Jeez,
1: <laughs> that's crazy, man! In yeah. the Pro Bowl, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that like kind of leads to the narrative of the Pro Bowl being a joke is, um, like, I was, I was kind of happy to see him, you know. In the Pro Bowl events and everything, but uh, seeing a guy like Tyler Huntley, yeah,
0: make the Pro Bowl, yeah. I don't. What was he? Here's an, I've had questions. I never really looked into it. Was he an alternate or was he a first ballot?
1: No, 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 no. He was an alternate. Okay. He was, um, basically, I think there were seven quarterbacks ahead of him, but they were all like just beat up and weren't able to weren't able to play or you know possibly didn't even want to because they're like hey i'm done with my season sure. I'm, I'm over it but uh but i mean he did pretty well you know in the precision passing at least like you know he
0: held his own and and you know good for him i think he's a top tier backup so it's, it's nice to see him get get his flowers a little bit yeah but yeah it makes you uh like i i was like i was like oh sweet gino made it you know which it's a huge accomplishment he was he was i think a first ballot um, one of the, you know, top voted in, but then, yeah. you know, when like you see him like with Tyler Huntley, it makes it feel like a little bit like, all right, how, how big of a deal is this actually, you know, yeah, but, totally. but still, I mean, good for Tyler. Um, well, you know, I don't, I don't think he's after this season, seeing him take over a little bit more. Um, I think I've come down on him a little bit. Like I, I, I used to think he was ready to be a starter, maybe not, yeah. but I still think he's a great backup.
1: Yeah, that's totally fair. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just happy to see that they're kind of experimenting with the game. They they hear the fans, I think, with the Pro Bowl and they kind of understand like, hey, we don't want this to just be you know, something that people don't care about it, care about, but we want it to be somewhat entertaining at the very least and I think it is. I think um I think the water balloon thing was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, J- that's that's probably just because like that you know, I'm a youth pastor, so that that's like a youth ministry game totally. that we play. I was like, why are these grown men?
0: <laughs> I think they need more creative ways to get the linemen involved.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which that was kind of cool, you know, especially with the because the second round of that one was the uh, the jug machine, where they had to like catch the catch the uh, like kickoff, and you had some guys like Joel Batonio in there. He caught like three. Like three balls all at the same time. Oh it was, wow, it was crazy! It was cool to watch.
0: No, there has cool moments. Even like Terry McLaurin had an amazing water balloon catch. I don't know if you saw it, like between yeah. his fingers. That was cool.
1: That was crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, aside from the Pro Bowl, uh, something probably that I feel like people care a little bit more about going into the end of the year, pre Super Bowl week, is NFL honors. Mm. NFL honors, something that. People make predictions for all year round even us on this podcast we make predictions for we get the predictions wrong just about every year yeah but uh <laughs> yeah did did
0: you get a chance to watch any of the NFL honors this year I didn't see any of it live I, I did see um some awards given out um and uh I feel like I don't know if there was a single award that I I couldn't have predicted I don't mm. know. Was there any like surprises to you? Um,
1: no. I f- yeah. I feel like, well here really quick, let me just go through. I got the website pulled up here in mm-hmm. front of me. Let me go through kind of who got each award. So MVP, obviously Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think it was between him, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. I think Josh Allen was kind of like borderline of that conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think when you look at the stats, um, Patrick Mahomes just had the best year. Yeah, I don't think it was anything out of this world, but I still, yeah, I still feel like he was kind of the clear choice, right?
0: Yeah. Quick note on this: uh, I don't know if you heard about this. Geno Smith actually got an MVP vote. Oh, sick! Which makes it now Geno Smith has received more MVP votes than uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Which is wild. I think it was. Here is how. Like, I don't know how it works. I Think it was like a different kind of voting where they could they could vote for like their first, second, third, or whatever. And he yep. w- he was like he was like on like he was he wasn't first on somebody's list. He was lower on somebody's list. But it's technically technically a Pro Bowl vote, which to vote. But of course, the headlines are Geno Smith has more MVP votes than Russell Wilson. So that's a fun yes. fact.
1: You know what? I think I think it was for MVP, but um, there was a guy who who's not even a player but I think he was one of the doctors who attended DeMar Hamlin Mm. after he went down on the field, and I think somebody gave him a vote as well. So that guy, the doctor, also has more MVP (laughs) votes than Russell Wilson does. (laughs) Never played a a snap in the NFL in his life, but uh, he's got more MVP votes.
0: Oh, man, Russ. Gosh.
1: Uh, Coach of the year, Brian Dable with the Giants.
0: That might have been the the most... uh... I could I could see it going a couple ways with that one, um, yeah. Just because you think Sirianni
1: is up in that conversation, I, I
0: definitely see the 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 argument for Sirianni. I see Kevin O'Connell. Um, I thought Pete Carroll did a fantastic job with what he was given this year. Um, but I think from the talk that I heard, I think that I was expecting Dable to win it. But that one still, I, I wouldn't have been like shocked if like O'Connell or Sirianni uh, got that.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Dable deserves it, man. The Giants, the whole NFC East was crazy this year. It was a good one to follow. But, yeah, the Giants had a way better year than anyone was expecting. So yeah. Another on one, table.
0: too. Another one, too. Doug Peterson, I think, uh, should have really Yes. Deserves deserve some some uh, recognition in that. I feel what a fantastic, you know, turnaround the Jags had this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't fully know what went down with the Eagles and Doug Peterson. Like, I, th- I feel like he was fired the year or two years after their Super Bowl run. But... I was I was pretty shocked when they let him go.
0: Yeah. I mean Eagles don't seem uh they seem like they're they're maybe quicker than most teams to pull the trigger on those kind of things and just kinda of start yeah. over, you know. So like yeah. I mean they, they I don't think they like to waste time anymore after that, you know, they gave Carson Wentz so many tries and Yeah. You know, I don't know. This just could be team philosophy.
1: Yeah. I mean they're in the Super Bowl and Peterson's back in the playoffs, so I think it works out for both teams, so good for them. Mm. Um comeback player
0: of the year. Your boy Gino Gino Noir. This one uh, this one was fun cuz it's usually going to an injured player which that's great you know and they deserve you know yeah. to win it each year. Um but it was just nice to see like hey like it's not injury isn't the only thing that NFL players have to overcome as far as obstacles, you know. It's like this it's pretty cool to see that Gino you know like he he, he was on the bench for so many years. People gave up on him. Um, and he came back and he he was better than ever. And and I I think that the award was rightfully given, but it was just, it's super fun. I think it's the first, uh, uh, the first Seahawk to receive an NFL honors award, um, that wasn't man of the year, uh, in the, in the Pete Carroll era. So pretty cool. Mm. That's pretty
1: awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gino definitely deserves it. Uh, I think McCaffrey and Saquon both were kind of in that conversation as well, but yeah, theirs were more so. Just injuries that kind of held them back in the past, but Gino's is hey man, he's been a backup for years, and he gets a chance to ball out, and he does so for sure. Good on Gino offensive player of the year. I think this one was pretty obvious. Justin Jefferson. My goodness. Even going into the year, he. I feel like I remember last offseason he was like, "That's
0: mine." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, "I'm going to be the top wide receiver." and my goodness like i mean i think it. i think he had the greatest catch of all time uh, that yes catch was ridiculous
1: it was up there man yeah uh defensive player of the year i think this one is always a little bit more maybe controversial of like you know multiple guys could get this one uh but nick bosa
0: yeah yeah i mean this one i wasn't tracking nick, nick bosa's you know playing all year i just know that he was you know the top front runner for it. I think he led the league in mm-hmm. sacks too, which usually if you lead the league in sacks, that gives you a pretty good shot.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year, both go to the New York Jets. Ugh. See, I mean, they needed a win.
0: They needed it. And there's, it's probably really well-deserved. I really wanted, uh, cause I think the next guys, the runner ups were Tariq Woolen and Kenneth Walker, both from the Seahawks. Mm. And I wanted them to get one of it. Um, I think Ken, you know, could have, could have gotten it too. And Tariq Woolen did lead the league in interceptions, but yeah, I got—I mean, I—I I don't want to take anything away from Sauce and uh, Garrett Wilson because my goodness, like what, what a great one-two, you know, combo they got in that draft.
1: Can I throw something out there that might get under your skin? Let's hear it. Offensive rookie of the year, the winner as far as first place votes goes was Kenneth Walker. Are you kidding me? He had, if I remember. Right. He had 19 first place votes. Garrett Wilson had 18 first place votes. Oh. But Garrett Wilson had more like when it came down to second and third place votes, Garrett Wilson inched ahead of Kenneth Walker.
0: Dude, that is both uh validating and irritating to hear. <laughs> but I mean as someone as someone
1: with Kenneth Walker on my fantasy team, I think it should have gone to Kenneth Walker.
0: And he wasn't even the starter most of the season. I mean, not, no, he was yep. the starter most of the season, but he missed, like, he didn't start for, for the first few games because Rashad Penny was our guy. So I yep. think that that should be considered. But, you know, what can he do? He's just going to maybe just fuel him for next year.
1: Yeah. They just figured the Jets literally have nothing else. Yeah, I They got to g- give him something. They did
0: barely miss the playoffs, so let's give him that. Um,
1: yeah. Um, all right. And then, yeah, there, there's kind of, you know, some of the, some of the other awards that are less, um, at the top of the list, but, uh, next gen stats moment of the year was that Justin Jefferson's catch, which mm. was just absolutely insane. Uh, Walter Payton, NFL man of the year. This is always a big one. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't expecting that,
0: it's, but it's crazy. They, uh, they were doing a man of the year commercial early on in the year. And, um, Dak was like the most featured guy on it. And then, so from that moment on, I was like, I feel like Dak's probably going to win it. He fits the mm-hmm. bill. Like it just seems like the kind of guy they, they'd give it to. Um, that was all the knowledge I had on it, but I, I, I don't, I don't have any insight on this at all, but, um, I mean, good for Dak. Like, I mean, he's, you know, I, I, I'm pretty indifferent about Dak. I think he's, he seems like <laughs> a good guy. I think he's a fine player, but, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's definitely cool seeing, um, yeah, just seeing these guys honored for, you know, not just what they do on the field, but what they do off the field. So, yeah, good for Dak for that, man. You know, no, no matter how you feel about his play, if he's giving back to the community and making a difference there, he's okay in my book.
0: And I like that they call it the most prestigious honor. I like, the, I like that the NFL yes. really does, you know, do their part in how they, you know, treat this award and how they, you know, how they how they value these uh, these guys that are nominated and selected for it.
1: Yeah, man, I feel like that's something that I really appreciate about the NFL uh, as far as just their, I guess, like their philanthropic like ventures and like just giving back to the community in whatever ways they can. Like you you even have um, things like the NFL Crucial Catch where they, you know, focus on catching cancer early Mm -hmm. and um, they have the cause for cleats. Oh, yeah. uh, Or or cleats for a cause. My cause, my cleats. Super cool. All right, man. Pro football hall of fame class of twenty, twenty,
0: three. Ooh.
1: We got Ronde Barber, deserves it. Yeah. Dar- Darrell Revis deserves it. Joe Thomas deserves it. Zach Thomas. This might be bad, but I don't know if I really know who Zach Thomas is. Do you know who <laughs> Zach Thomas
0: is? Dude, I know about like a third to half of the of the nominee, like the inductees each year.
1: Yeah. DeMarcus Ware. I know that guy. Yep. Yep. Feel like he deserves it. And then you start to get into uh, some of the staff. And I don't know any of these
0: guys. (laughs) I know. There's no chance.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don Coriel. Hey, coach, contributor. Good for you. Chuck Howley. Joe Klecko. Ken Riley. All all seniors. I don't know if that means senior citizens or what. (laughs) (laughs) But they're doing good things. Good for them. Good Love for them. Love that. Um, all right. Well, hey, that's that's most of the big awards. I'll just kind of shout out a couple of the smaller ones. FedEx Air and ground players of the year, Joe Burrow and Josh Jacobs. Josh mm. Jacobs had a crazy He year. did,
0: he did. That was deserved.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh Deacon Jones Sack Leader Award, Nick Bosa. You uh, you know, threw that out earlier. Assistant coach of the year, D'Amico Ryans. Yep maybe he follows that up with a coach of the year, get rid of the assistant next year. Uh angry run of the year. Did you see this? The angry run of the year award?
0: It was um was it uh Pierce?
1: Yeah, Damian Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Brant comes up and basically screams for a good 6 <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> I love hey. the angry runs.
1: If you haven't seen the video, it's a pretty good one. Just uh, you know, maybe throw that volume on like 2%.
0: Yeah, probably peaking and distorted, I'm guessing. <laughs>
1: uh all right, but yeah, that's uh that's NFL honors. Um as we kind of take a look at wrapping up the season, I know one of the things we wanted to do was take a look at some of the takes that we had from this past year and see, you know, where are we geniuses and where are we the dumbest boys in school. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> we know uh, we know. We know which one it's gonna we're gonna come out looking like. All right, what do we got?
1: First off, uh, this was an off year for the pod. I think we need to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. We uh took a a brief hiatus from about week five to about week seventeen.
0: Yep, we just couldn't get in sync. I mean, cause we're all all three of us are like almost technically in different cities now. Yeah, like Troy and I are pretty close, but I think I mean it's technically Cherry Valley versus Beaumont, so. I count that as different. So like, it's been a weird transition year. I think once we get a rhythm, we'll get consistent and the plot will come back better than ever.
1: Yeah, yeah. But just know when you hear Noah's two takes, that uh, it's (laughs) it's just because that's basically as many episodes as we had this year. Uh, All right, so let's start off with Troy because he's at the top of my list. Preseason take, ooh, this one, this might have been the worst aging take of the year. Oh. Super Bowl matchup. Oh, do you, do you remember who? Do you remember I remember. Who? I remember.
0: One of them wasn't bad. Bills, and yep. then the other one was the Rams. <laughs> Oof,
1: coming off of a Super Bowl win just a season ago, and now didn't even make the playoffs. So that's a that's a miss for our boy Troy. Uh, my preseason take was that Jacoby Brissett will have more wins than losses as the Browns starter, which uh honestly I don't even know if that hit or
0: not. I have no clue either. I that, uh Deshaun took over what week eleven? Uh, week eleven or twelve or something. I thought it was
1: later than that, but yeah, I guess it must have been.
0: So I'm remembering it was like whenever they played the Texans, that was supposed to be his first week back. I don't remember if it was for sure, but I think I think it was his first I remember it was like an underwhelming game for Deshaun.
1: Yep. Week twelve was his last week as the starter. Um he Yeah, so he played week one through twelve. He won one, two, three. Not enough. Oh, okay, <laughs> did not off to a good start come close <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, he lost he lost seven of the twelve so uh I mean I guess I guess kind of close maybe, but not close enough for me to hit on a take. all right, Noah, let's see what you got man preseason. You remember what take you had preseason?
0: I think I had was it the Kenny Pickett? Yep. Rookie of the Year. I stand by my logic behind it. <laughs> but yeah, that didn't it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just didn't know about, you know, Garrett Wilson. Dude, no clue. I boy mean with Kenneth Walker.
0: And quarterbacks have such an advantage. I thought he was gonna get the start like week one. And so I thought, like, hey, if he just does well in a good system, he'll take it. But uh nope, didn't land on that one.
1: Yep. Yep. All right, uh so so far these are all ice cold takes. Yep. Uh Troy in week 1, he hit a take or he had a take that Mitch Trubisky will finish the season as the Steelers starting quarterback. Honestly, I can't remember who was the
0: I think it was Kenny Steelers
1: starting quarterback.
0: I think it, it was, was Kenny? Ken- yeah, I think it was still Kenny at that point.
1: Good old Kenny Pickett. Dang. All right. So, so far, 0- 0 for 2 for Troy. Uh, For me, I had two takes in week one. One of them was a hit, baby. Let's hear it. it a team from oh. the AFC West will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Yes. Let's
0: go. Raiders and Broncos really tried to hurt your odds, but Chiefs came through.
1: Yeah, man, and the you know this was back when just to remind everybody, this was back when everybody was saying it's Bills or the Bengals, and uh, Chiefs took care of them. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, my second take was that the Broncos will finish last in their division. So uh, yeah. also, <laughs> it was a good
0: week one Dude. for me, man. I want to, and we. I don't think uh, uh, we won't have time in this episode at at the season recap after the Super Bowl. I want to go over our rankings uh, because I think this is where we had a lot of these conversations as well. But you saw it, man. You saw Broncos finishing last despite their savior Russell Wilson joining the team. That's that's Broncos pretty good
1: country. Let's die. <laughs> All right, Noah, your week one take. Malik Willis will be starting for the Titans by week nine.
0: Ding, hit nailed it, nailed it, hit it. It was a, uh, it was an injury, of course, but um, that won't that won't reflect in the in the history books. All that will remember was that I got that one right. Um, yeah, but we got that. That's a hit.
1: There's no asterisks here, baby. A mm-hmm. win is a win. Oh yeah. Week five, I don't know if that was like just me and Troy on the episode or what. Maybe, you know, Noah was uh partying too hard or something. Probably the week before. But uh week five, we, me and Troy had takes. Troy's take was that the 49ers would win the NFC West. Good on him. Nailed it. That's a hit. Uh which I think at the time that was when the Rams were starting to self-destruct. The Cardinals looked like bird poo Mm -hmm. and uh the seahawks were really their only competition
0: right right so yeah they were i think they were starting their their win streak though at that point but yeah
1: yeah uh week Ooh, i did not get a good hit on the take in week five i said that saquon barkley will win comeback player of the year and close finish top three in rushing yards did he not for the season uh, let me see. NFL rushing leaders for this year were Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb. Mm. Yep. So uh,
0: close, I I, dude. Close on both. I'm guessing he had to be number four then or something, right?
1: Let's see who were behind Nick Chubb. Yeah, he was four, dude, man.
0: Literally, he was the runner up for comeback player of the year and one spot away from three that's got to be the closest uh closest to being correct take we've had
1: the brutal thing was that uh he was like 200 yards away from uh Nick Chubb so he wasn't really that close (laughs) (laughs) but I remember that take too and I I had initially said that he would finish top five and Troy made fun of me because he he's like that's such a bad take that's like there's no spice to it, and I was like, "Well, all right, fine, man. You want me to? You want me to Dude. up the ante? Top three? Should have stuck with man, it. man. You had it, yeah. But he still lost comeback player of the year thanks to old Gino Noir. Old oh,
0: Gino Noir.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, hey, now that we hit on some of our hot takes, I think it's time to swing things over to some cold calls. Uh,
0: ring, ring. Hello. We got some cold calls to make. Uh we're going to kick it off. I think we just dive right into it. We got our resident Eagles fan. He's been on the pod before. Nate Lee. We're just going to try to call going to try to call him. We're going to try to call a few people on this pod. Fire off some questions, talk some football, talk some Super Bowl. Nope. We 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 did not give anybody any heads up at all.
1: Yeah, this is literally the coldest <laughs> cold calls <laughs> that you could have on a podcast <laughs> so fair warning this could either be a hilarious segment or just complete tank
0: yep yep we're gonna try it alright right i'm gonna give nately a call for right now hello Nate Lee, there he
1: is. What's up, Nate? You're on with cold calls with Tutter Nation. You're oh, our first my. cold call, man.
2: All right. What's up? How are you guys doing?
0: Doing good, man.
1: We're in the middle of uh, recording our Super Bowl episode, and um, you know, you and me have a lot uh-huh. at stake in this game. Oh yeah. Read so Super Bowl, we fi- baby. The Reed <laughs> we Bowl. figured we'd give you a call back, and or uh, give you a call and just kind of talk through the game a little bit, you know, find uh-huh. out how scared you are. Have you pooped your pants yet, knowing that you are going up against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl?
2: Well, honestly, okay, the one thing that I'm worried about is our strength of schedule this season has not been the strongest. <laughs> And our road to the Super Bowl has been very easy. So if there's one thing I'm worried about, it's you guys are probably like the first like legit team we've played thus far. But I do have trust. Our defense is really good. Probably one of the best in the league right now. And hopefully Jalen Hurts keeps his composure in the Super Bowl, which I think he will, and pulls out the dub.
1: That's that is fair, the one thing man. I'm worried
2: about, though. But I feel like it's looking good,
1: though. Yeah, your guys's defense really is insane. And then, honestly, yep. as, as your opponent, like I'm looking at that team and I'm seeing uh-huh. uh skinny Batman and uh, yep. speedy Batman and Batman yep. and oh uh, yeah, f- fat slash sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I'm a little nervous <laughs> about it. Yeah, and the fact that the
2: Eagles defense has four players with 10-plus sacks, that D- says something.
0: Dude, the defense, I mean, you got big play, Slay, you got Fletcher. Yep. I mean, it's it's a pretty scary defense. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Nate. I think you guys have a great team. I do feel like the Chiefs have been tested more. Uh, you guys, I mean, the Eagles look super complete. It looks like they could take on any challenge, but I'm really interested to see really interested to see how this matchup goes because the Chiefs, obviously, they're no joke. This is going to be uh, a real test for the Eagles.
2: Yep, I know, I know. It definitely will be, especially for our defense. Our defense hasn't really seen an offense
0: this good thus far. You know
2: what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, hey, I I wanted to throw a challenge out your way and uh, we specifically wanted to do it while you're on the pod so that you're put oh, yeah. on the spot and all the <laughs> pressure is on. I I think we've got a bet on who is going to win the Super Bowl, my team or your team. Oh. Oh. Here's, here's what oh. I'm thinking as far as the stakes go. You ready for okay. it? Yep. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl – you need to on your Instagram, change your profile picture to a picture of Pat Mahomes or you can go the Chief's logo. I prefer Pat Mahomes uh, uh-huh. and then in the caption on your bio, you need to put Chief's Kingdom and then this is where where some wiggle room is in. Uh, I think I think you should put in uh, Daddy Mahomes. But oh, I don't know wow. what you think about that.
2: <laughs> I mean, shoot. well, what's the what's the, what's it for you then?
0: So you My, got the Eagles one. Yeah, same thing. You got to put like I'm thinking either like Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni profile picture, uh, uh-huh. fly Eagles, fly hashtag yep. Hurts donut in the bio. <laughs>
2: Hurst oh, donut is a man. good one how long how long how long does that be that way
1: <laughs> till the start of the next nfl season <laughs> on, wow
0: that is, that is a long time
1: that is a long time all right all right what, what about what about uh yeah wh- wh- when's another good deadline you want to say a month yeah, yeah A month yeah, is long I, I, enough For everybody down. to see it down. And make fun of you for it I'd be down For A month
0: And Let's obviously go. Obviously You can You can wait a couple of days Each of you After the Super Bowl Just to Just to recover For a second before You gotta yeah. You gotta do this
2: Yep yeah.
0: Yep
2: yeah. Alright All right, man yeah. I'm looking
0: forward to it
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey Nate
1: Lee,
2: Nate believe Lee. I'm not posting Anything <laughs> On my Instagram,
0: <laughs> he's gonna go. Month. He's gonna go so quiet. You're gonna forget that he <laughs> exists. I'm deleting
2: Instagram. I'm going <laughs> off
1: the grid. He unfollows everybody. <laughs> man, oh man! I it just started my account. from scratch.
2: I
0: just my account. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Well, hey Nate.
1: Yeah, this can't be your burner, dude.
0: <laughs> hey, I I, I, I think that uh, I, I'm really hats off to you for accepting this right on the spot. Uh, Christian has had time to think about this and uh, you just you're just, you're just <laughs> yeah, game no for worries. it man you're just game and obviously, I'm ready I'm ready obviously I'm ready for tomorrow there's love on both sides happy for uh, I know you guys will be happy of for course. each other regardless um, Nate Lee Rihanna is the halftime show so I want to know give me your favorite Rihanna song go
2: favorite Rihanna song
0: favorite Rihanna song you, got an, uh, you can't give me top five you gotta give me your number one.
1: There is a right answer. <laughs> oh,
2: man, hold on! I, see, you're putting me on the spot like this. <laughs> Honestly, this may be a hot take, but I think this Serbia. Is Dude, the that Ooh. is
0: a good one. That's that's gotta yeah. be. That's probably in my top three, maybe top five. Um yeah. Can't can't go wrong with a little Serbia. Man, yeah. appreciate you for coming up with one, man. Thank you.
2: Oh, yeah. No worries. You know I'm always
1: ready with Brianna. Nate, my friend, you are a legend. Thanks for uh, helping out with cold calls today, man. And uh, good luck to your team in the Super Bowl tomorrow. But uh, obviously, not too much luck.
2: (laughs) Of course. No worries. I love Planet Nation. I love Planet Nation. It's my favorite podcast. I
0: gotta say. Heck yeah, man. I'll shoot you a link of this episode once I release it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Please do. All right, man. All right,
1: man. Take it easy. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yes,
2: sir. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go, (laughs) Birds. Ready to bring home Super Bowl
0: trophy number two. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. All right. That was Nate Lee. That was a lot of fun. Wow.
1: That was a lot of fun. I like that, man. Cold calls. It was was going downhill real quick, but uh, (laughs) it came back.
0: (laughs) Dude, I actually got a a text from my buddy. Um, Oh, sick. Uh, I'm curious if he uh, if would pick up. I'm gonna tell him what it's for. Yeah, I'm actually surprised he agreed to that just right on the spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: That's pretty. Um.
1: I'm- all right, so so aside from uh from Austin, I think we're gonna. I think we've got enough time to call maybe one more person. Uh, so yeah, if Austin doesn't pick up, we'll try someone else. And then we want to end out the episode with talking to Troy for a little bit. For sure, for sure. Hopefully let's, that guy picks
0: up. Uh, Austin said he's free in a few. Let's just try Micah and see if we have time for Austin afterwards. Um, right. um Micah might not pick up, but let's see. I know he'd be game if he's free.
1: Micah's probably one of our biggest guests at this point, right?
0: I think he's so. Been on quite a, a few times. Yeah, he's almost like an honorary additional host in some ways. Yeah. Yo, what's up? Hey, dude! You're live on Tetter Nation right now.
3: Oh, I am. Hold on. <laughs> <up. laughs> Give me a second, bro. I got food in my mouth.
0: What do you do? Where, where are you at right now?
3: I'm sorry. I'm 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 on a place.
0: Nice. Nice, man. Yeah, dude. We're doing this. Uh, it's new segment called cold calls, the coldest calls you can imagine. We give nobody any heads up and we're calling you. We're previewing, okay. the, previewing the Super Bowl right now.
2: Say that one more time. That's,
0: I said we're giving you the coldest call you can imagine. Previewing <laughs> the Super Bowl. Just wanted to get your thoughts on a couple things.
3: Okay, yeah, go for it. I mean, you that was that was a pretty cold call.
0: Doesn't get much colder than that. Um, man. Well, first of all, dude, who you got in the Super Bowl? Who's who's take who's taking home the Lombardi?
3: Oh, that's tough. I'm um, I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles only because my coworker's an Eagles fan and I have to I gotta have his back.
0: Oh man. I mean you got Christian on the pod right now, super Chiefs fan. I,
3: uh. me, oh no, I know. Listen, listen, I know. <laughs> I know he's a Chiefs fan and I'll I'll take the he listen, I'll be honest. I don't really care who wins. If the Chiefs win, I'm not going to be like, I'll be like, oh, upset for my coworker. But Mm. I'm also a huge Travis Kelsey fan. So, like, and Jason Kelsey. And yeah, I like them both. But so listen, if the Chiefs win, Christian, I'll be happy for you. It'll be, won't be that bad.
1: Come on. I appreciate that, man. Hey, speaking of Travis Kelsey. Uh, there's been some rumors going around. So you know about you know about the New Heights podcast with Travis and Jason Kelsey. Oh, of course, it? yeah, yeah. So there's some rumors going around saying that this being the first year of their podcast and both the brothers making it to the Super Bowl is it scripted? Mm. What do you think, my Micah? Is it scripted? Um, I mean. I don't know if the NDA I signed with the NFL so I can get but it's one hundred percent. I forgot you're working with the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: no, no. That's that's one. Th- yeah, Micah. He's our inside guy. Micah. <laughs> Micah is working for the NFL. He's uh he's doing the same job I was doing in the NFL. Uh, but Micah, tell tell our listeners real quick, what are you gonna first of all tell us what are your thoughts on this whole whole scripted whole scripted thing? This has been coming out a lot. Obviously, you're in the NFL me- media building quite a bit. Have you caught any signs of anything being scripted or anything like that?
3: Um I don't know, I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not. Do you write? do you think, do you
0: write the scripts each week? Are you t- do you have a say?
3: So we we get a copy in our email. <laughs> email to us every single every single Friday. Um well we get like a a mini one on Wednesday before like like Thursday nights during like regular season, but like we get another one Friday for like the Sunday slate of games and then the Monday. <laughs> um but i unfortunately i don't get a say in the script it's more of just like i get to look over it and prep because i mean you know you gotta prep for like what content to
1: push for the algorithm you know stuff like that so that's
0: that is some fresh insight my friend
1: this is all off the record by the way so for any (laughs) lawyers or you know any nfl people who are listening you can't hold them accountable to this it's off the record yeah yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah don't even go circuit for michelangelo landing you will not find him in the nfl records
1: well yeah
3: this is yeah this is coming from michelangelo that's uh <laughs> and he does not work for the nfl <laughs> very clear
0: dude Micah, what uh what's so what's going to be what's your job during the super bowl what are you going to be doing what do they have you on
3: um so i'll be doing taking care of the halftime show mm. they, they uh putting a lot of pressure on me. Dude, that's so, the uh,
0: most important job they can they can give you all it, year. It's, it's yeah, the biggest it's, thing.
3: They literally say that, like, like this and then a the halftime show and then the, obviously the game highlights, which someone yeah. else is doing. Um, but,
2: yeah. So, so do you get to meet as,
3: Rihanna? I, I asked that same question. The answer <laughs> is no, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, she'll watch the video that I post. So that's something,
0: dude. For real, and that's like this is no joke, guys. If you look at the NFL YouTube channel, all the top, every top twenty videos on there are all the Super Bowl halftime halftime shows. So uh, yeah. I I wasn't even entrusted with this when I worked there last year. So this is a big deal that they're giving this to uh to Micah. This is a a, a huge huge undertaking. Um, and speaking of Rihanna, Micah, th- the viewers want to know what is your favorite Rihanna song.
3: Oh gosh, bro! I'm I don't even know if I can like I'm not good with names of songs. Oh gosh, I'm just gonna oh, okay. You, I'll go you with, can just um, sing it, it for
1: us. I I don't know I'm what no noise guys. that was. <laughs> that did not sound like Rihanna. <laughs> um,
3: I will bless your guys' ears by not singing. That's I will do. Uh, I'll have to go with uh diamond.
0: Oh, nice! Ooh, that's a good nice, one. Nice, nice, nice. like a diamond. No, that's that that's yeah. that's really good. Um, man, I, I I love that people have actual responses to this. Um, yeah, Micah, I mean, Christian, you got any more questions for him? No,
1: man. Hey, thanks for picking up and thanks for giving us some, some insight. Excited for you to be working on the Super Bowl halftime show video, man. Good luck with all of that, and uh, yeah, man, keep it keep up the good work appreciate it thanks for the call call me by
0: surprise gold <laughs> <laughs> calling all right micah catch you later all right bye dude it's going well it's going well so far um i mean just... did i overhear
1: uh austin trying to call in
0: it was uh it wasn't austin surprisingly um let me let me just try him real quick if not oops if not then it won't work said give him 10 minutes i gave him 8, eight. He, might <laughs> he might need the full 10 he might need the full 10
1: that's great people are like dude i'm busy <laughs>
0: what do you, what you <laughs> want i don't got time for your podcast your call has been forwarded to an automated enough. voice messaging system all right well we tried we tried.
1: Yeah, Austin, we'll get you on here on the next one, man. Heck like, yeah, just
0: know we thought of you. Know that we thought of you and know that we wanted to hear you predict three songs in Rihanna's halftime show. Um, if, you, if you're if you listening to this, text it to me because uh, I, I just want to hear it in general. All right, yeah. we're going to give the name that you all know so well a call. This is going to be Papa Tud. Let's see if he's available at this right this second. Papa Tud. <laughs> Suspense.
1: He likes to keep us guessing, man. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes.
0: Please leave your message. Oh, or- I thought yeah. we had him. I thought we had him for a second.
1: All right, man. Well, I'm hoping he uh, calls in. If you want to just shoot him a text, let him know, hey, call in whenever he's ready. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll close out the episode with some conversation with Papa Tud. Mm-hmm. but uh one of the things that that you and i gotta do noah is uh come up with well i guess tutter and shutter is done right so now it's just uh yeah
0: we'll do a format we'll do a formal crowning but congrats on a record-breaking tutter and shutter victory year. incredible i appreciate it incredible. man
1: Incredible! i appreciate it yeah ended the year uh if our numbers are right 36 and 9 oh
0: my gosh how much oh even if you bet like a 100 bucks a game how much money would you just
1: yeah that uh that that would have been a great financial year for me but uh stinking california doesn't <laughs> doesn't <laughs> let you gamble on uh on football games so i don't know man maybe maybe next year i'll go out to like vegas every week or something and, there we go you know, just put a little bit of money down.
0: It's not too far. It's not too far. I know. Uh, what buddy of mine drove to Vegas just for just for uh, just for Dutch Bros one one time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dang, dude. You know someone else who did that too, no, dude.
0: I, we, Tara and I uh, talked about it a few times going out there, um, and then you guys did it, and we're like, we got to do it. But now we got one locally, but still, man. Yeah.
1: I love it. Gotta find another reason to leave the state, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, hey. Obviously. You know my Super Bowl pick. Uh I got to go the Chiefs this yep. year. Uh Noah, what do you what about you, man? Oh man, Who this is, This is a tough
0: one. I think Nate Lee said it all where it's like, you know, the Eagles look really good, but at the same time they have not been tested that much. Like they haven't really like I know they lost to the Commanders, but they you know, the Chiefs lost to the Colts, so it's like can we put much weight on that? The Eagles seem to know how to win and it's almost like their ignorance might help them in the sense of like they don't really know what they don't know and what to be afraid of in the super bowl but at the same time i think that could bite them in the butt i think that the fact that the chiefs have been there so many times mahomes mahomes is probably hungrier than anybody for a super bowl win after uh, his last uh, time there um but oh, yeah man. that begs
1: a good question is it uh is there a greater desire to get your first one or is it you know more important to get your your next one. I feel like your first one, right? So with the Eagles, with Jalen Hurts. I
0: mean, you'd think, but like, I think there's just something about being in the game and losing it that really just lights a fire. Like I see it in Joe Burrow. Um, I mean, I see it in Mahomes after after the last one against Tampa Bay. Um, I just, I feel like the Chiefs are going to be prepared. I think if I had to put money down, I think I'd bet the Chiefs to win it. Just, just, just from gut, just from what I, what I've seen. Um, but then again, uh, I wrote my Tether nation wrap up in favor of the chiefs. And every time I write a wrap up in favor of a team, they end up losing, but Hey, there's a lot actually that could be broken. A lot that could be changed this year. There's the MVP curse that, you know, the player that wins MVP doesn't always, Troy uh, Lanning. Oh, perfect timing. Troy Papa Tud.
2: Hey, what there, we he is. there we go, hey, hey. Back, boys.
0: dude. So glad, just you're... in time to close
1: out the episode. Seriously, man. we
0: just started talking Super Bowl preview. We're gonna hit the wrap up in a minute. Um, but I, I was just saying it's a tough call with the Super Bowl because I think the Eagles look really good. I don't think they've been, they've had a, a really a test like the Chiefs. Um, so it's, it's hard to even make a prediction. Um, Christian and I are both predicting the Chiefs to win. Uh, this is a perfect time for you to jump in, kind of give your thoughts on how you think the game's going to go.
2: Yeah, man, I think that uh, I think the Eagles are a better team. I'm just going to mm. be flat out and say I think the Eagles are a better team. I think I don't. I, I'm not saying that the Chiefs can't win. I, 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 and part of me thinks they will. I just think that for the Chiefs to win, Patrick Mahomes has to be like don't doing Patrick Mahomes things and being like perfect. Um I think the Eagles can have a couple more mistakes and still come out on top. I think if the Chiefs turn the ball over a couple times, I think it's gonna be Eagles game.
1: Yeah man, that's a good point because I think the thing that plagued the Chiefs in their last game uh against the Bengals was I mean, partially, uh, partially Patrick Mahomes' injury, but then on top of that, uh, all the injuries to the wide receivers. Like Juju was out, Miko Hardman was out. Uh, you know, they they started going to Marquez Valdez Scantling a ton, and then he got hurt. And so, yeah, I mean, part of it is just the depth of the team, right? And so on the Eagles, you've got you've got two stud wide receivers. With the Chiefs, it's yeah. it's kind of like these these more background guys, um, and I feel like they've... the
2: Eagles have more of a run game as well.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, the and Chiefs have kind of picked it up with the ball, Pacheco, like but Eagles
2: defense better too. So it's like I don't know.
1: Yeah, i would I would give the Eagles the better all around team, but I also think the thing that keeps the Chiefs in it is Andy Reid.
2: Oh yeah, that, we we didn't talk about that. I don't think uh, um, Sirianni's been eating many double cheeseburgers lately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's the source of all Andy Reid's power, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I I still I still can't get over that story I heard about when Andy Reid uh, interviewed for the, the Eagles job, and they asked him what kind of steak he he wanted, and he said yes. When they, they they named three different steaks and he just said yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that a true story? Apparently I hadn't heard true. that, but I love it. Apparently That's awesome, it's man. True.
2: So yeah, because I heard that he ate three different steaks at the dinner and then they hired him. They were like, Hey, if he can throw down three steaks in front of us, um, he's probably the guy for the job.
1: All right, well we've got two Hosts going for the Chiefs. We got one going for the Eagles. I think either way, as long as it's a good game, that's all that matters. I think we're all
0: expecting a good game, no matter what. Which is, this probably the best game I've expected. Um, you know, maybe last five years. Looks like it's gonna be good.
1: Hey, did you guys? Have we? Are we passing the crown? I think we're gonna do that next episode.
0: We did acknowledge it in this episode. We're gonna do the formal ceremony. In our season, WB, our I season WB, wrap up. Yeah, because I you expect like, yeah,
1: I expect an actual crown and an ordination ceremony, and
0: all of that. Yeah, I got to order one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll make you one. It's uh, gonna come on my butt though. <laughs>
1: Always classy. Uh, <laughs> Stay
3: classy.
2: Stay classy. Stay classy, Papa. Yeah, hey, I'm hey, going for uh, the Eagles this week. I gotta, I gotta get in the character.
1: <laughs> We've been asking all of our, uh, all of our cold calls today, what is their favorite Rihanna song? Troy, you got a favorite, favorite Rihanna song?
2: Ooh, um, probably. Uh, umbrella
0: bro oh man three different three different uh callers three different questions or three different answers to our question umbrella is a great one i don't think any of any of them have picked her number one song
1: i've uh i've been waiting for someone to say umbrella and because that's my favorite man that's an all-time rihanna song that put her on the map good choice Troy.
0: i gotta say my favorite i mean my favorite rihanna song i think it goes under the radar. Rude Boy Rude Boy If you guys Ooh. ever get a chance Just like play that song Listen to the beat It Like It hits Call you me
2: Rude Boy
1: Boy Yeah Come on Rude Boy Boy
0: <laughs> No it's
1: good How about um
2: Doesn't she have well, Is she on like All of the lights
0: Yeah she's on All of the lights She's on Love the Way You Lie She's featured on Some big ones
2: All of the lights might be for me better than Umbrella, but that's not her song.
0: Right, technically Kanye, but I mean it's it's fair to acknowledge it, and you know that's like your that's if that's your Rihanna jam, that's a jam. Yeah,
2: honorable mention coming from an artist who loves Hitler.
0: Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, hey,
1: that actually brings up a good point. So pretty much every Super Bowl (laughs) halftime show. Speaking of Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, speaking, speaking of Hitler, by point. the way, mm.
2: <laughs> every Super Bowl halftime shows undertone.
1: <laughs> speaking of, uh, every Super Bowl, <laughs> it, uh, they all have special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> special yeah,
2: games. What do you mean, hey, that brings up a good point? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, then he said special guest after after we mentioned Hitler. I don't know what halftime show this is.
2: Hey, hey Troy, that actually brings up an excellent point.
1: <laughs> who is uh who is gonna be Rihanna's special guest appearance? Oh. Please don't mm. let it be Hitler. Mm. Drake?
0: Ooh. Drake, I mean, he could take the show. He could take a halftime show himself. But I, yeah, yeah, a little Drizzy, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little Shady, a little Eminem.
1: Yeah, maybe some Eminem. Um, I mean, Jay Z's on uh, on Umbrella. Oh
0: so maybe, no, maybe no, no, Jay-Z? That, that's that's a good point.
2: What about like? Does he have like a? Oh, bro, I think we're missing a song here. It just came to me when I was thinking back, like, oh, who did she collab with? Um, Take a Bow.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. That song is good. Wow. Who's that one That's with? Just,
2: that, that, that went in back into my, into my uh, archive is that, for that one.
1: Is that Neo? Who's that one with? That
2: just might be her, dude. I That's think, just
0: her? I think there might be a collaborative version. Well, I don't know why Neo sounds right. She, did, she definitely did something with Neo, right?
2: Hey, but Neo is actually a low-key, sneaky, good good pick for what we were just talking about.
0: No, for real. That's true, too. No. I it, like they, e. Neo was on Hate That I Love You, which is another great song.
1: Yeah. I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good Super Bowl halftime show. Looking forward to it.
2: I, but you like, sometimes they bring out people that make no sense.
0: Yeah, no, they they do that. too. I you mean, know what I mean? Like, yeah. like
2: the Super Bowl halftime show is like, uh, you know, whatever, like freaking Justin Timberlake. And then and then he's like, and introducing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. And you're just like, what?
0: You're like, What's I'm you're going like, on I'm, right I'm now? cool with it. But why?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, OK, I can I can I can do this. But like, how did they make that connection?
1: Yeah. So, who's the wild card guess? Wild
2: card for me this year from Rihanna would be like Toby Keith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Toby Keith, dude. Troy with the country, uh, country artist on on hand. That'd be all time,
1: dude. <laughs> <Toby
0: Keith. laughs> Welcome, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
1: I don't know if I can think oh. of anyone else even as far
0: out there <laughs> as your guys' <laughs> guesses. Watch one of these hit. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: That's crazy. When Simon and Garfunkel come out, I'm going to lose my <laughs> mind,
2: man. Bro, I swear I'm going to die if I'm on the spot. That <laughs> All right, well, oh, hey, we should man. probably
1: end this one out uh, with some Tighter Nation wrap-up. Troy, you sticking around for this, man?
2: Yeah, 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 Play it out, bro. I don't got one this year. First year without doing it, so I feel like it's slacker. But, hey, Noah,
1: wrap it up for us.
0: I think Christian's got a little freestyle, right, man? Hey, we'll try it out, man. Christian.
1: We'll try. We'll see how it goes.
0: All right, Christian's going first. I got Go. – I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up after him.
1: Hey, Christian, this is the inaugural wrap? This is it man it's because you know you're you're not in the studio today so uh I gotta pick up your slack but man you're gonna go re- you're, you're gonna recognize the beat up
0: top and I'm gonna need you to uh, do what you do up top
3: And beat. all like
1: At a studio. <laughs> Here we go again we're back in the Super Bowl Man it's getting old now are you finally sold Ah, ah. on the man the myth the legend the arm straight from the heavens That will turn it to 11. people out here doubting saying he's nothing without hill but there's a reason why he's making half a billion dollar bills Reed and Pat and Kelsey They're cooking up the plays Woo! Check their bag of tricks Serving special of the day hey. But Philly's getting ready mm. They're greasing up the streets oh. Eagles fans are scared ah. Cause they know they're getting beat ah. That's all I got <laughs> That's it, that's it right there That was
0: Father Alvarez with the bars
1: Let's
0: go, dude! I love that, man.
2: Bro, I started. I started making one, like just trying to do it quickly, and and the only line I got was "Andy Reid Bowl Super Bowl of Cheetos.
0: <laughs> dude, I, I mean, you couldn't, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah,
1: Sorry, one yeah, more yeah, time. That was Andy Reid Bowl. Day.
2: What? <laughs> it, it, we talking. This is the Andy Reid Bowl Super Bowl of Cheetos.
1: <laughs> Take him to Chipotle would you, like a burrito.
2: <laughs> hey, and then like the the second course back into that, which is because we got the Andy Reid Bowl Super Bowl of Fritos. We switch it to Fritos.
1: <laughs> oh man. That plays on uh, you know, everybody's favorite Super Bowl tradition, the food, man. It's got to be the food. Heck yeah. All right, Noah. All right.
0: Ooh, I, tried, I tried to make this an Eagles one because I thought Christian or, or Troy would be doing Chiefs, but man, it's just hard not to, to write about the Chiefs. So uh, here it goes, man. All right, there's a lot of food references in this, and there's a lot of double entendres. So I guess you could say there's a lot to chew on in this. Super Bowl 57 A number that my home's always dreamt of Cause it's the same number they got on the bottles of Heinz ketchup Yeah, He puts it on his fillet, wonders how would it taste If I put ketchup on your Philly cheesesteaks Well, judging by his diet, Andy Reid probably tried it back in Philadelphia before he sat by and left all the fans asking why this was his only reply. I like my team like I like my dinner with no green in sight. Alright, cause he likes his team like he likes his fries. Well-oiled and covered in bread, give me that spread, I'm gonna bet it all. Yeah, cause it wasn't that long ago, people had money on Buffalo. It's funny cause now they're all writing checks, found out their bills were counterfeit. But I'm getting off track, let me get back to the team at hand. Don't be so quick to trust another Nick Eagles fans. Cause Nick Foles was an anomaly, and Sirianni is a novelty. Too animated at the podium, you would think Nick was sharper Nickelodeon, woo! Like we put the cartoons on. (laughs) He may have a Goddard, but he's no Jimmy Neutron, yeah. Look across the field, SpongeBob might be there. Cause Andy Reid is a fry cook, and the patty he's cooking is rare. So who will be scared to play the Eagles? The team is a fraud, the kind that should be illegal They're chasing a ring, and they're looking like Smeagol The want to be dogs, alright, Philadelphia beagles <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Super Bowl, Super wow. Bowl, Super Bowl, yeah, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Don't be smoking no, no Super, bowls. Super Bowl.
1: Noah, you're so freaking good at that, man. That is, that is amazing. Yeah, dude. It, 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 it's
2: like, it, it, it's sad almost. It's sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they write themselves.
1: That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that wrote itself, and also Andy Rebo's Super Bowl of Cheetos also wrote itself, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: hey troy since uh, you're still with us man yo, you wanna you wanna take us out
2: yo super bowl 57 is gonna be lit listen to the episode message us uh play it for your kids we're a, a podcast for the females and uh hey we're nation Can we out